Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thank you for taking the time to come on with us today. Absolutely. Uh, National Signing Day, always pretty hectic, but uh, pretty crazy down here as usual. Yeah. Hey, Wells, you know what? I I know we've got our uh, interactive Signing Day tracker on sunsentinel.com. A couple of things about it. Um, three Three of the top six are committed to Alabama, but I believe five of the top 15 are committed to the University of Miami. What does that say about our our high school recruits here? Are they are they better than is this a better class than maybe the last three or four years or or what kind of statement does that make? I think this is a very strong class um, in general in terms of South Florida and Palm Beach County and Broward County, especially listing all those guys that you mentioned. And I think it speaks a lot to the job that Mark Richt has done in his short time, just over a year. You look at some of the top prospects. You know, for Miami, they've done really well in the area. Jonathan Garvin out of Lake Worth, defensive end. Mike Harley, who they landed today, coveted St. Thomas Aquinas, wide receiver. Amari Carter, defensive end. Jonathan Ford out of Dillard. I think it says a lot about the talent down here in South Florida and especially the way Miami has recruited over the past year. And, Go ahead. And, and so, Wells, what was the strongest position um, in, in, in recruiting-wise? I, I, I thought that on the, on the all-county and all-area teams – Offensive and defensive line were strong, or maybe that was preseason. But recruiting-wise, what were the strongest positions for the for the local kids, local area? Yeah, you're right. There were a ton of strong offensive and defensive linemen. T.J. Slayton out of American Heritage Plantation, who ended up committing to Florida today. Kyleon Herbert, University of Miami commit out of American Heritage Plantation. Those are both top 10 guys. Jonathan Garvin, defensive end, heading to Miami. Jonathan Ford, Dillard, defensive end going to Miami, Kevon Bennett, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas defensive lineman going to Tennessee. There's just so much talent across the board. And then, of course, you know, the top two players on our picks were both wide receivers, Jerry Judy, uh, Deerfield Beach wide receiver who's heading to Alabama, and Trayvon Grimes, St. Thomas Aquinas, who is off to Ohio State. So I think the offensive and defensive lineman, it was a really big year for those players. And, of course, a couple of really standout wide receivers as well. Well, it's Josh Freeman here. Thank you for taking uh, time to come on today. I know it's very busy for you. A couple of quarterbacks that are coming in. Nikosi Perry's coming in later this summer. Cade Weldon's already on campus. And I see Mark Rick said, uh, and there are already three quarterbacks on, on the roster. I see Mark Rick says, though, this is going to be a wide-open competition for the signal caller. Yeah, it really does seem that way, of course, to replace Brad Kaya. And, you know, I think that one is going to be an interesting race to monitor. Of course, you know, where you have a guy like Cade Weldon already enrolling early, that definitely helps in the process. And Nikosi Perry is a very highly coveted recruit for this program. And, you know, I think that's going to be a huge battle, one to watch for in spring practice, of course. So that's one definitely keep an eye on. How much stock do you, as someone who does this, you know, full-time, put in these rankings? I mean, you have here NFL scouts and NFL GMs that evaluate players who have had at least three years of college experience, and they often swing and miss. There's a much smaller sample size for high schoolers as they matriculate into college, how much accuracy do you think these rankings have over time? 
It's a tough one. I think you look overall. I mean, when you look at some of the rankings, of course, when you get to the Super Bowl, you'll always see or any of the big championship games. We'll see a ton of, ton of players who are, you know, two-star prospects, no-star prospects, who end up being big stars in the NFL. So it's not an exact process. But I think over it's become a lot more exact recently, maybe not necessarily on a micro level, but you look on a macro level in terms of these signing classes, the schools that land the most recruits and the top-level high-end guys, the five-star, four-stars, those are usually the teams you end up seeing competing for national championships, whether it's Alabama, Florida State. So I think it's getting a lot better, but, of course, it's so hard to tell. Some players, you know, they're competing in really small areas, and the competition isn't as good as some places, so it's hard to evaluate and judge that person versus another player from another area where it's really high competition. So it's really not an exact process, but I believe it has gotten a lot better. And I think, you know, huddle where all these players film is online and really readily available for, you know, evaluators across the country. I think that has helped the process a lot too. Hey, uh, Wells, Best recruiting story. You know, I, I know that the, the, I guess, Jerez Parks kid at, at Sebastian River High School here in Florida, he almost got locked out of Alabama. They kind of yeah. slow played him. Now he's going to gray shirt, which means he signs this year, but he enrolls in 2017. We've seen cases where the parents did not agree with this kid's choice. Best, best story, best two stories of this recruiting season. <laughs> I think, like you said, uh, Jarrett Parks, that one was pretty remarkable. The Sebastian River player, he was on stage and, you know, watching yeah. the video, he was very emotional where, you know, he said he couldn't make his decision at this point. And then there was a lot of back and forth in terms of what to happened. And then that, like, lingered for about an hour, an hour plus or so. And then, of course, that, you know, fuels a lot of speculation on, you know, what's going on with this kid. This is, you know, a super high-level recruit that is going so that one was definitely a pretty crazy one. I think, you know, one of the underrated maybe I thought was, you know, it at least struck me as I was up at Oxford Academy this morning mm-hmm. and I was talking with Robert Holmes, who's a six foot six, three hundred and sixty pound offensive lineman right. for that's heading to UConn. And, you know, I asked him, you know, what's this mean to sign? And he said, you know, this is big. I'm the first person in my family that's going to college and you know, I want to start a tradition when I'm going to UConn and be that person who really kind of starts the legacy. And I think that kind of highlights a lot of sometimes what we'll miss in terms of, you know, the signing day process. We're, of course, going to focus on, you know, top 10 rankings and everything. But there are so many stories of players, you know, who get chance to really improve and better their lives and take that to the next level because of college football. And I think that was one of those that kind of, you know, reminded me, especially in that process. So that was kind of cool to see him. Uh, heading off to the next level. Wells Dusenberry joins us. He's the uh, high school reporter for the Sun Sentinel. You can follow him on Twitter at Dus Report, D-U-S-E Report, all one word. Uh, last year, Mark Richt wasn't hired until the first week of December, and then not only was he hired, he had to assemble a staff. How much more, now that he's on a level playing field, how much more of an advantage, or maybe it's how much of a disadvantage was he on last year compared to this year, now that he's on a level playing field? I think now that they have that, you know, the whole year in front of them, they have this whole staff, like you said, I think it makes a big difference. You know, he came in and did a decent job at the end of one of the big, he landed Amon Richards, of course, on signing day last year, which was, you know, a big get. But I think the fact that, you know, Mark Richt is a very respected coach, especially among these kids. They saw him do, you know, amazing work at the University of Georgia. Obviously, you know, not good enough for Bulldog fans, but, you know, he's someone who is highly respected, especially in the community with these coaches high school coaches as well, that I think having that full year really made a big difference. And, you know, people are really believing in Mark Rick that he can turn around, 
the program, and I think you saw the program take really big steps this past season. And you look at the way Miami closed. You know, they lost out on a couple of players to UF, but this is a very strong class. They landed uh, today Mike Harley, wide receiver out of St. Thomas Aquinas, mm-hmm. you know, who had an amazing senior season. They got a great JUCO, Javante Thomas, who's coming in. They got another electric receiver, Jeff Thomas, out of Illinois, who's going to be probably a big-time playmaker for them. So I think having that full year, having that full coaching staff makes a huge difference for that program, and I think you're going to really see that pay dividends and to see them continue to improve. And, Wells, uh, you know we always have to look ahead here to signing day 2017 is pretty much over. Signing day 2018 will be here soon. I know Pat Sertan's son is is one of the top recruits in the nation, in the area, in the state. Uh, what cornerback or safety there yeah. at American Heritage? A- anybody else that that is gonna like set it off nationally? That's that's a junior this year that you're you're looking to on on signing day next year. Yeah, I think of course you can just look at St. Thomas Aquinas's roster, and yeah. they're gonna have a few players. Asante Samuel Jr. Um, he's a yeah. junior cornerback. He's someone to definitely keep an eye on for the next level he's gonna really i think his recruitment is really gonna blow up and you look at some other guys um up north palm beach lakes gervin hall he's the safety uh for palm beach lakes he um there's a big hullabaloo when nick saban landed his helicopter at palm beach lakes to see him the other day or to talk to palm beach lakes of course they cannot officially talk to junior prospects i think those two names are kids that are really going to blow up but you'll continue to see these names you know really start to pop up the offers have come especially in spring once kind of the dust settles from the signing day we move on to the next and you you know what you mentioned uh the 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 helicopter you know i I did recruiting (laughs) like 20 years ago but one one of the big things was the private jets you know the 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 school would send the private jet to pick the kid up because the boosters you know had enough money to to give them their own jet or what what is is there anything crazier than that going on now i know there's social media but it's they're still doing the private jet trips and the private helicopters and the limo rides on the recruiting trips and putting (laughs) the kids names up on the stadiums and all that right is there any has it gone beyond that um not quite yet in terms of that i mean i thought you know i remember the other week i was standing waiting for a helicopter to land at palm beach lakes and i thought that was one of the most ridiculous things (laughs) you know i had done and he had yeah but i mean it works out well he went to Chaminade madonna to st thomas aquinas and then palm beach lakes and all about the span of under two hours so Hey, I guess if you're Alabama and you have the money, why not do a helicopter? And it's you know more publicity for the program. So exactly. I don't even want to know what's what's next in this line <laughs> right, here. Right. Hey, Wells, That's thank true. you for taking the time to come on with us today. We appreciate it. Thanks, Wells. When Absolutely. do you get to come up for air? I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, still got one more signing here to go. So hopefully uh, at the end of the night. We'll so you, Elias, tomorrow you like sleep in till seven at night? Yeah, Bo, I'm on for it. <laughs> okay. no. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.